Welcome to Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. Are you trying to master the game of life without success? There are secrets and strategies to living your best life. We'll share some of them with you on today's show. Take advantage of this series to become an expert at relationships. All relationships. It's time to live the life that you deserve to live. Now, here's your host, Sandra Reich. Hello and welcome to Straight Talk with Sandra Reich, a show that helps you live your best life and reach for the stars. Before we get into it, just a little reminder to feel free to call into the show anytime at one 472 5792 And if you're in the Montreal area and you call in with a question, uh, whoever calls in first will win a, a pass to Montreal's a local spa, Eastman. It's a two-for-one pass, so feel free to call in, ask a question, just say hi to us again, one 866 Four seven two five seven nine two. Um, the latest thing now with Straight Talk is we do stream live on Facebook. So join us on Facebook. We've already got a lot of people saying hi to us. Join us at Straight Talk Sandra Reich on Facebook. Uh, like the page and join the conversation. Um, a very important topic today and one that I take very seriously and one that I have definitely in my own life struggled with, without a doubt. And it's a very big topic, but we're gonna break it down. I had to bring a really amazing expert to break it down. And it's the topic of self-love. Now, you know, you might be right now listening to a segment of this going, ah, okay, we've heard this all before. We all know we should love ourselves. So I, I really, I'm committing myself to make this show today by bringing on my special guest, very meaty um, and filled with really direct strategies on how to change your life and really watch whether you really love yourself. And self-love is not to be confused with self-confidence, but I get ahead of myself. Let me tell you a little bit about my guest. Um, she has been on Straight Talk before. As a matter of fact, when the first show first started, uh, I got to go down to uh, Phoenix, Arizona and do a show there, and she was there with me. She is uh, a licensed psychotherapist, a body specialist. She is also the co-director of Empowered Woman Workshops with yours truly. Uh, she is the author of a little book called Once Upon a Time, How Cinderella Grew Up and Became a Happy Empowered Woman, which might have become a bestseller the same day it came out about relationships and about women and the traps they fall into. And she is also someone who's extremely dear to me. Please welcome to the show. Um, help me welcome to the show. May take almost welcome back to Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. Thank you. It's a great honor to be here. Really great honor. We're going to have a lot of fun. I'm excited to delve right into it. So thanks for taking the time. Um, you know, you're pretty busy. So um, the first thing I had said is that self-love and self-confidence are not the same. And I want to start on that because I've met many clients and also myself, even as like years ago, my parents taught me enough that I felt like I could go into a job interview and get the job. I had confidence. I yeah. had presence but that didn't mean that I loved myself and I think a lot of people I'll say to a client you don't love yourself and they go what are you talking about I think I'm great you can still think you're great and not love yourself does that make sense to you well it does of course when I started my journey in my own life I was stuck on the same trap as you it was basically yeah having confidence knowing how and then it's going to fill you and you're going to be okay and then I ended up very early on feeling okay I am capable of doing this this and that and it still feels very empty yeah and so 
that's not a good feeling because you go, uh-oh, what am I doing wrong? And for me, what I just started to do is to try and accomplish even more. Yeah, and uh, which is empty. That's the thing about accomplishment is like, you know, and you have accomplished a lot and I've accomplished a lot in oh. my life. And, uh, you know, listen, we're not against accomplishments. People when no. I give talks always get a little upset when I say this. We're very <laughs> pro-accomplishments, but it doesn't keep you warm at night. Self-love will. So to make that distinction and stay on that for a moment is that having confidence Confidence is a wonderful and important quality to teach your kids. Absolutely. They need it in life. Yeah. But it's not the same as self-love. So we have to distinguish what is self-love. And I see you came prepared. So, Mete Gomez, what is self-love? What's your definition? Well, self-love is basically the ability to feel kindness, compassion, and affection for yourself. But for yourself, not just when you're doing something great, when you're accomplishing and you're getting the 100%, at all times, even when you're faced with, you know, the good, of course, but the bad and the ugly of yourself, because let's, let's be real here. We all are made of good, bad, and ugly, okay? And the thing is, that's the tough part. Can I love myself when I'm making a mistake? Can I love myself when... I didn't get the 100%. That's really when you start to know if you have self-love. Well, I think that's a really great definition. And I think that I'm really glad you emphasize the fact that it's easy to love ourselves when we're doing well. And so that's like a la carte self-love. And that doesn't work because, again, we need to have our backs when we really uh, mess up. So I love the definition that it's affection and compassion for yourself at all times, not sometimes all times all times and you know I would add on uh, very behaviorally is that I would see it reflected in your behavior so even right now you're listening to the show right now and I would be able to see it in what you're doing right now what you're eating what you're wh- what you're doing how you're treating yourself at this exact moment so example like it, you know if I'm I don't know if I'm I don't want to make a jump in too fast here on this but if I'm doing something like where I'm like contorted not for exercise reasons but I'm sitting with a hunchback and I'm uh, kind of like trying to do four things at the same time and my kids are pulling at my leg and I'm I keep trying to do the four things in that extreme example we might argue that doesn't look like self-love well it wouldn't for me right and why is that basically because I've done that. I'm guilty of multitasking, okay? And I've done that, and it doesn't feel like love to me. It feels like I'm pulled in in many, many directions. What about you? Well, no, it doesn't feel like self-love, and I think that that's actually the first strategy of today Yeah, uh, to put out there. And this is really how I changed my life, and I want to be clear on this, is that I definitely, we talked before the show a little bit on Facebook, that I definitely don't think I was a master of self-love in my most, most of my early life. And the way I talk myself to love myself because it was a foreign concept it really was I know that sounds bad but it was a foreign concept is to ask myself the question before I did anything is this self-love or is this self-hatred and to be really honest about it because you know when you're eating brownies at the end of the day and you know everyone knows I love my brownie example um, when you're eating brownies at the end of the day it feels like that might be self-love because I've had a hard day and I deserve those brownies But what really helped change my life, and perhaps my diet too, um, and perhaps everything, is to really ask myself, is that self-love? And what I really found out is actually I was stuffing my emotions, which is actually self-hatred. It is. But I was telling myself that I was doing a nice thing for myself. So you see 
it can be very tricky. Uh, you're, you're absolutely right. It's fascinating because the first answer would be, yeah, 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 it's self-love. I deserve it. I've worked so hard. But you go, you're right. You're right. That's not the thing that will really feed you. And it's indulgence. It's more indulgence. Yeah. We have to distinguish self-hatred, self-love, indulgence. So, And I, I'm not against brownies, so we're clear. You know, you can still have brownies and you know treat yourself once in a while if you've had a hard day but again I love what you said you have to learn a different way of feeding yourself so step one to ask yourself is it self-love is it self-hatred and step two tell yourself the truth which isn't that easy because sometimes like we think like here's another example how about if you avoid dealing with something that's making you anxious Oh, I'm good at that. Are you? I'm an avoidant. So I, I'm, I'm working on it. But definitely, you know, in the beginning, I could go, I don't feel like dealing with that. So I would just, you know, go to something else, pull the covers on my head and go, yeah, that's it. I'm taking care of myself. This, this is self-love. But the thing is, there are consequences. Right. So avoiding, and we know that avoidance, for the people listening with anxiety or depression, avoidance yeah. is the friend of anxiety. Oh, yeah. So actually, it feels like self-love to pull the covers up. But if mm-hmm. you're really honest... It's actually a a bit of indulgence and maybe even as much as self-hatred because whatever you're avoiding doesn't go away. No. And it gets worse. Oh, yeah. And and for me, I like the way you're saying it. For me, it's, it's, it is self-hatred because there is a price to pay. So you're avoiding it or you're going for the brownie or you're doing whatever and you go in the moment, it feels good. Yeah. Self-love is not all about in the moment. Yeah. Now, it's funny, like on the commercials, we're going to talk with some of the people who are streaming with us on Facebook, but a very close friend of ours wrote something, and she's a great psychologist, actually. Um, She made a comment that self-love is a rare concept to many women. And I, you know, usually I, I talk about these things on the break, but right before we go to a break, I want to sort of like mention that if you are a woman listening to this show, uh, you definitely have to know that women are raised very much to take care of others. Oh, yeah. And so self-love, I quite agree with the psychologist, self-love is a rare concept for women because we've been taught since we were little girls to be very aware of how to love others. But I don't recall, and I, I know my female clients support this, not a lot of lessons on what it is to love me. No, because if you're a good, quote unquote, good woman, what you do is you take care of others, right? That's the, the archetype of the mother and everything like that. But you get you get really caught. And are you really the best you can be when you're giving to others and not really giving to yourself? That's a really great question. It almost reminds me of the oxygen mask on the airplane. Yes. You know how they say you have to put it on you first before you put it on someone else. You know, and our, I love the way you're saying that because I've always found it interesting that you would put an oxygen mask on yourself before even your own child because it's your own child. The thing is, you just said it. You can't be of any use to your child. I see you tearing up almost. It's, it's interesting. Like, it touches you. It does. And you know what? I would never want to be in that situation And quite honestly, I would find it hard to put it on myself first because I've been conditioned to do it for others first. But I've learned and I've taught myself. And you and I have been talking about this for a long, long time. No, 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 no. That is the wrong strategy. This is not how you love someone else. And that's not how you can actually take care of your child because you need oxygen to take care of your child. Absolutely. Don't go away. If you're on Facebook, join us on the commercial breaks. We'll be right back with Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. Lots of exciting stuff coming up in the next segment. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. 
Spa Munari is a full-service wellness day spa located at the heart of West Island, Quebec. Submerge yourself in beauty with one of our many treatments, specially catered to your needs. We offer facials, manicures, pedicures, hair removal, massages, body treatments, and so much more. Enjoy our ultimate relaxation experience with our spa packages. We offer a men's menu as well. Call us today to book your next appointment at 514-695-5040 or visit us on the web at spamunari.com. That's 514-695-5040 or spamunari.com. Join the therapist who is affectionately known as the couple whisperer, Sandra Reich, on her famous couple retreats and change your life forever. Sandra offers couple retreats in beautiful locations several times a year that can radically change your love life. Couples describe her retreats as life-changing. Regain that loving feeling. Bring your intimacy to a new level and rediscover excitement and joy. Find out more at HelpForAnxietyDepression.com or call 514-796-4357. We all want love and safety. Now you can have it. Call 514-796-4357 or HelpForAnxietyDepression.com. Change your life forever with the latest cutting-edge products for home study treatment for anxiety, featuring the clinical director of the Montreal Center for Anxiety and Depression and host of Straight Talk, Sandra Reich. Sandra is joined by top therapist Georgia Dow in this revolutionary anxiety videos therapy series. Thousands of people have benefited from this scientifically proven treatment approach. Isn't it time you chose yourself? Visit anxiety-videos.com right now. That's anxiety-videos.com and change your life forever. A fresh look at today's health. Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. To connect with the program today, please call 1-866-472-5792. Again, that's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to info at helpforanxietydepression.com. Now, back to Straight Talk. Here's Sandra Reich. We are back and we are streaming live on Facebook. If you want to join the conversation, it's at Straight Talk Sandarish, and we've got quite a big audience over there. I guess this is a topic that really speaks to people. Now, I never start the segment in the second segment without a special thank you to my sponsor and the very relevant uh, Spa Minari. Uh, spa Minari is a spa here in the West Island. And if you're in Montreal, their phone number is 514-695-5040. Now talk about self-love. Another part of self-love is self-care. So I'm happy to mention that this is a spa that's won the, spa, the best spa in the West Island. And on top of it, and the owner is a, a woman who is an extraordinary woman, on top of everything else, they offer straight top listeners. If you are in Montreal, if you call them or go see Spa Minari at 695-5040, area code 514, and you mention straight talk you will get 15 percent off of any treatment she has the latest treatments i'd love to go with you like skin treatments and massages and stuff that makes you look younger and i could use a little bit of that i'm getting a little older so um check out spa minari and you know taking care of yourself is definitely part of self-love it's a very it's actually one of the behavioral things that we know if someone's doing self-love yeah, that's very good what you're saying. It's absolutely true because how do you know if you're good at self-love? How do you know, Sandra, if you're good at self-love? 
Yeah. No, it's by it's, it's like it's your actions, right? Outside behaviorally. Yeah, it's it's your behavior. So yeah, yeah, I think I'm good. Well, no, you don't you can't just think you're good. How do you know? Are you doing things, loving things for yourself, like going to at the spa? Yeah, you know our colleague, uh, our colleague Celine is uh, on Facebook with us. And Celine, feel free to call into the show if you want to join the conversation. We'd love to have you. And she's mentioning that a really interesting point that, and it's come up in my life. And you mentioned on the break, it's come up on yours that when you become good at self-love and you go do a behavioral act, you know maybe take a day off work and say, mm-hmm. you know what. I'm going to go stay in a hotel room, no kids, no phone calls, that other women may in fact, or even men, may judge you like, oh, she thinks she is taking a day off. What's going on there? And this, to me, reminds me of the crabs. What's going on? And why do women do this to women? It's, it's, It's so unfortunate to see this. But, you know, as women, especially women, we have a tendency to uh, really know how to love others, take care of others. But when we see someone else taking care of themselves, then there's a judgment going on. Like, where is that coming from? That's that's not fun. And what I was saying on the break is that's not fun to be on the receiving end of this. But maybe it's jealousy, right? Yeah. Maybe it's jealousy. It's judgment. It's like, wow, you're not supposed to do that. So it's kind of like, if I'm not going to take care of myself, how dare you take care of yourself? You shouldn't take care of yourself. Yeah. Yeah. So it's called crab mentality in psychology. And crab mentality comes from a story of crabs that you love. You're famous for telling the crab story. Tell the Straight Talk listeners, what is the crab story? They're all like wondering what I'm going to say now or what's going to come up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going into the crabs now right away. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Well, basically, the the crab mentality is, uh, is like this, okay? They've studied this. If you collect crabs from the sea, Okay, this is how, you know, you you collect them and then you put them in a bucket. What will happen is that, well, some of them are going to try to get out of the bucket. You know, they want to escape. Of course, it makes sense. If I'm one of the crabs, I want to escape, by the way. So, you know, you climb your way and you have to climb your way and then you get on the rim of the bucket. You get on the rim of the bucket and you go, oh, I'm almost out. And this happens so often that one of the crabs at the bottom of the bucket is going to yank you back in the bucket. And this is fascinating. You know, we're talking about animals from the sea who are having this behavior. And we go, what is what is this behavior? Yeah. What's going on there? And it's basically in life when you have people who are with the behavior and you go outside of the norm, you go outside of that behavior unconsciously they will want to pull you back in. Now, why is that? Well, Mete, unfortunately, you know the expression, misery loves company. Unfortunately, we get uncomfortable when the crab wants to get out of the jar. We get uncomfortable, which is what my colleague and dear friend Celine was mentioning, why we do this to each other. We get uncomfortable when someone decides they're important enough to take care of themselves if we're not doing the same. We get a little uncomfortable because it means that we have to look at ourselves. And many of us spend our lives either, in my example, eating brownies, or in your example, pulling the cover over our heads and going, you know what, everyone's miserable. This is just the way life has to be. So. If you're taking care of yourself, it's a reminder to myself that I have that option to do it too. But I don't want to say that I have that option because I want to feel sorry for myself and eat brownies and think how hard life is because that allows me to stay stuck. And unfortunately, staying stuck is miserable comfort. There, There is comfort in being miserable. 
Yeah, and that really, really does sound like the victim. It does. But the victim is a very seductive role. And when we see in clinical practice time and time again an area where people get stuck, and the antidote to victimization we know is choice, is you always have choice. Not always good choices, but you always have choice. So, but to acknowledge you have choice is, to me, it's great news because it means I have options. But to a lot of people, it means, uh oh, I have to take responsibility for my life. And this yeah. is another action of self love is to realize I have choice because it means um, I have control over what happens to me. So people sometimes take control away from me and take control away from you. I'm not saying I have external control, I don't have any external control. I have control over me. I have control over what do I do when somebody tries to take the control away? What do I do in this situation? And that's an act of self-love. It definitely is. And it's amazing news. I love the way you said it. It's that you you, you really, it's going back to, you know, regaining your, your power. So... That's wonderful news. Yeah. And it it, it is like self-love. Otherwise, if you're the victim, no. If you're the victim of the situation, no. But you can always decide how are you going to, what are you going to think about what's going on? How are you going to feel? How are you, what is the next thing you're going to do? So, yeah, we do have much more power than sometimes we give ourselves credit for. But the thing is, you know, all of this, that's all very good. But why on earth? Would we want to do self-love? We go, oh, it's hard. I've got to now take ownership. I've got to take ownership of, okay, I have a choice. It's a lot of the times it's from a, a bad or a worse choice. So it's not always a choice that feels so great. But, you know, this is tough. So it's a lot of dedication and work to actually do self-love. But why on earth would we want to do self-love? And where I'm going with that is that there is a very famous expression going around in Montreal called the Riche equation. <laughs> and so I would really love for Sandra Riche to explain to us what is the Riche equation. Okay, well, this is, we, we, we teased on Facebook on the uh, streaming that we're going to talk about romance. And the thing mm. about self-love that's very interesting is for sure you want to do it for yourself, but I started to notice in my practice and in my own life, and some of you watching right now certainly know the stuff I went through in my life, which was not always easy, as many of you go through. I started to notice that um, how you treat yourself reflects how people treat you. So this is not completely a new concept, um, but I got more and more curious about this. Is So if, if I don't love myself, can I attract into my life someone who really loves me? And mathematically, it just doesn't make sense when you think about it. So I came up with an equation, a mathematical equation, and well, it's verbal, but it's mathematical in nature, is that the Riesch equation says that the love outside of you is directly proportionate to the love you give yourself. I repeat, the love outside of you is directly proportional to the love you give yourself. So when I'm treating myself with a lot of love, it seems like people start to treat me with a lot of love. And when I'm neglecting myself, wouldn't you know it? People are neglecting me. That's so fascinating. It's fascinating. I've lived that in my life. I love that equation. It's really one of my favorite ones. And the thing is with this is that Oh, it really puts the light on the trouble we're in, where we're caretaking, where we decide that, okay, my all of my attention is going to go on someone else. Then I'm in a trap right there because I'm not doing acts of self-love towards me. And what am I in the 
looking for when I'm taking care of someone else? You know, we had a talk yesterday, you know, yeah. so what's the answer to that, Sandra? Well, we, we talk about it so often, it's our theme song, Mayte yes. Gomez. <laughs> it is that the secret wish of a caretaker is to be taken care of. And the thing is that I call myself a recovering caretaker, and I think you do too. Oh, yeah. It's a bit like alcoholism, to be honest. And, you know, it's it's not a substance abuse problem, but is my natural tendency is to be very conscious of other people's needs. Absolutely. I'm not that good at knowing my needs. And so it is very interesting because when I don't take care of myself, uh, what happens is strangely the people in my life seem to energetically stop taking care of me too. And then I'm actually very bitter about it because I take – I pride myself on taking care of people like any good caretaker. And if the secret wish of a caretaker is to be taken care of, the funny thing is it doesn't work because the more I take care of someone, the more they go, oh, well, great. Yeah. Oh, this feels good. Oh, you're you're awesome and I deserve this. Yeah. And and you get what you're looking for. Do you get taken care of? No. Oh, no. So I, I want to mention it again because I you know I, I've suffered myself in romantic love and I know many clients and people listening suffer and it is a very painful suffering. Yeah. So I I love the equation um not because my name's on it but I love it because of the, it helped me in my life that the love outside of you is directly proportionate to the love you give yourself. So we're going to take a break, but don't go away. And I'm going to ask you before we take that break to think about that equation. The love outside of you is equivalent to the love you give yourself. So how much love on the break, think about it. Join us on Facebook. We'll continue the discussion. How much love would I see if I came and observed your life? What would I see? Would I see you taking yourself to the gym? Would I see yourself fueling yourself with healthy food? What would I see? Would I see you going for a massage at Spa Minari? What would I see that reading a good book, reflecting, meditating, journaling? What would I see that would show me that you're loving yourself? And if you're not feeling love outside of yourself, maybe that's something to think about. Oh, wow. That is very powerful. Don't go away. We'll be right back on Straight Talk with Sandra Rich. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Spa Munari is a full-service wellness day spa located at the heart of West Island, Quebec. Submerge yourself in beauty with one of our many treatments, specially catered to your needs. We offer facials, manicures, pedicures, hair removal, massages, body treatments, and so much more. Enjoy our ultimate relaxation experience with our spa packages. We offer a men's menu as well. Call us today to book your next appointment at 514-695-5040 or visit us on the web at spamunari.com. That's 514-695-5040 or spamunari.com. Join the therapist who is affectionately known as the couple whisperer, Sandra Reich, on her famous couple retreats and change your life forever. Sandra offers couple retreats in beautiful locations several times a year that can radically change your love life. Couples describe her retreats as life-changing. Regain that loving feeling. Bring your intimacy to a new level and rediscover excitement and joy. Find out more at HelpForAnxietyDepression.com or call 514-796-4357. We all want love and safety. Now you can have it. Call 514-796-4357 or HelpForAnxietyDepression.com. 
change your life forever with the latest cutting-edge products for home study treatment for anxiety, featuring the clinical director of the Montreal Center for Anxiety and Depression and host of Straight Talk, Sandra Reich. Sandra is joined by top therapist Georgia Dow in this revolutionary anxiety videos therapy series. Thousands of people have benefited from this scientifically proven treatment approach. Isn't it time you chose yourself? Visit anxiety-videos.com right now. That's anxiety-videos.com. And change your life forever. A fresh look at today's health. Voice America Health & Wellness. You are listening to Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. To connect with the program today, please call 1-866-472-5792. Again, that's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to info at helpforanxietydepression.com. Now, back to Straight Talk. Here's Sandra Reich. So we're back and it's, you know, it's a very interactive show today. So I see that it's a topic that means a lot to people. I ask people before the break to think about what they've, you know, what, what would I see as an act for self-love in their lives? And we did get some responses on Facebook of examples of we talked about, I talked about breathing and taking a hot bath. Mayte talked about giving herself a break and getting a meal from the freezer from your stash, I think you're talking about. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, your favorite meal. And we have someone on Facebook who talked about who's not feeling well and they took time to self-soothe and uh, read and even listen to straight talk, which is a really nice thing to to say, and um, Celine also mentioned dancing, and we were saying dancing on the breaks is self-love. It's funny, it doesn't, it seems like such a huge concept, it's not that hard to do, and yet it's it's so hard to do. You know, it's both. Well, yes, because if you're not in the habit of doing it, it's really hard to do. And I've had this uh, for myself, you know, asking my questions like, okay, what about self-love? Yeah, yeah, I think I'm good at this. Okay, do you have, do, do you have proof? Do you have an example? And they go, what do you mean? How can I have proof of that? And the proof is basically what you do. What are your actions? What are, you know, good if you're not able to prove it, you're not doing it. Yes. You're really not doing it. Great point. And, you know, I think we're further further along in the show enough to start introducing self-hatred because I shock my clients sometimes and I, I, it's a wake-up call when I, you know, I say, well, that's an act of self-hatred. And I think we need to talk about that because if it's not self-love, um, it's possible that it's self-hatred. So, you know, like, for example, numbing your emotions with alcohol, with smoking weed. Now, this is not a judgment. Um, you know, I've had a, an unusual life myself, so we're not going to go there. Uh, not a judgment as much as it is interesting that if you are fueling your body with alcohol or smoking weed or, um, you know, whatever it may be, brownies, uh, you know, a lot, of, a lot of women, men too, use food I certainly have uh, to comfort myself that um, that perhaps that is not self-love. And perhaps we'd go so far as to say it could be self-hatred. Absolutely. And that really freaks people out, but yet it, in a good way, because it makes them really look at it, is like, would smoking weed at the end of the day, uh, people say that that would feel really good, it's relaxing, I, I get that. But can we in any way qualify that as an act of self-love? We know it's a depressant. Yeah. We know it destroys your lungs. Um, there are a lot of issues here. Yeah, alcohol definitely. also has a lot of these issues. So we're not saying like you can never have a drink. Like we're not we're not like on a soapbox about this stuff. But we're saying you need to tell yourself the truth. Yeah, 
Yeah, no, are I, these acts of self-love or are they self-hatred? And what about stuffing your face with Cheetos? Is that self-love? It's definitely self-hatred in my book. It's definitely self-hatred. And it's, it's, it's not always so easy, but, you know, when you're in, indulging, are you indulging? If you're indulging, then you're in self-hatred. I have an example from my life. I mean, if I'm making sure that I'm sleeping enough, I have enough hours in, at the night and everything like that, well, this is self-love. But if I'm indulging, like I'm staying in bed because I'm avoiding to do this task or that task, then being in my bed at that point becomes self-hatred. I, I get you. And you know, like what I say to people is that the occasional pity party is okay. Yeah. So we're not going to put you in a self-hatred category right away. So if you, if, if, if you, and you said it, if you take responsibility for what you're doing, like, okay, I want to have, I'm not going to have a self-hatred day. I'm going to have an indulgent day. Yeah. It's not good. Well, I'm going to go into fetal position and yes, I will get the Cheetos or whatever else I want and feel sorry for myself for a day. Okay. If you know it, that you're doing it. Yep. But if I continue to do that, how could that not be self-hatred? Uh, well, I actually have no idea because you're, you're, you're going, you're creating uh, new neural pathways, you know, creating a new habit. And this new habit becomes now your norm, and your norm becomes self-hatred. That's not good. If it's if it's like you're having a tough day, you're feeling sick, you had a tough week, and you're going into a place to go, okay, it's pampering time, it's this, I'm going to treat myself. A treat, well, in my book, it's not exactly as the same thing as overindulging. I right. guess, I right. guess you know, I would call that, you know, what you describe as overindulging. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's yeah. like, that's too much. That's too much. That's not love anymore. No, no. And it's funny, you know, you know, at the center, I often say to therapists when I train them that if you don't get the food, sleep, exercise under control with your client, you're ripping them off. Like we can't teach fancy strategies. And I noticed that in some of your notes coming over here without us talking, you have food, sleep, exercise written down that, you know, tr taking care of our bodies with food and sleep and exercise it's like, to me, it doesn't even really feel optional. Like I've gone through a stage right now where I've not been exercising and that doesn't feel like that's loving to myself. It's it not. feels cozy to stay in bed. I'm not going to lie. But I know that I'm getting a little bit out of balance. My self-love quoted in is, is dropping. And that's, I don't love exercise, but I know that take doing that for myself, it, when I'm at the gym or when I'm on the treadmill, that it's a reminder that I'm important. Yeah, that's a very, very good point. Yeah. And, and, uh, we could also say that, would you ask someone you love to go, okay, don't worry, you don't have to eat well, it's fine, you're going through a hard time, you don't have to exercise, it's fine, you don't have to look at your sleep, it's fine, you don't have to go to work, it's fine. Eventually you would go, well, I don't know if I would be very loving if I did that. Especially, imagine if that was your child. Oh, well, wow, I would be a bad parent at that point. But yet yeah. we do it to ourselves. Yeah. Now, I have a question for you, Maytay. We've talked about it in many of our lectures. How come men are better at this? They are better at self-care. There's no question um, that men will definitely remember. Like, you know, you know, women always laugh at our lectures that you can have a fight with your husband and your husband will still watch sports or go to sleep or get the, get the snack food. They seem to be better at this. Now, I, I kind of know your answer, so I'm setting you up a little bit, but what is your opinion as to why in this area women need to learn from men? Well, they do because A, they're better at self-care, and why are they better at self-care? I think they've been socialized this way. It's 
more socially acceptable for a man to go, okay, had a hard day, now going to put the TV on and listen to hockey or, or football or whatever it is. And we've been socialized to be caretakers. So when you've had a hard day, what you're supposed to do is eat your brownie and go on and taking, a, taking care of others. I mean, it makes no sense. It makes no sense. We have an email from somebody asking, it's a really great question, and I'm glad, uh, thank you so much for sending this in, is uh, uh, our, our listener says, I have a, a lot of trouble with self-love. I have a hard time knowing how to feel love for myself. And that's a really good question because I get that. I, I get it. And I think that I'm curious what your answer would be because my first thing that comes to my head is I don't know if you should be waiting for a feeling first as, a, as opposed to doing an action first because I don't think it would be so easy to feel self-love if you grew up without that kind of vitamins in your family. But you could go do an act of self-love. What What are your thoughts? Is that the, where your brain goes with that question? That's a really great question yes. from Carolyn. Is a, when you have a hard time feeling love, what do you do? Well, it's 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 a little bit fake it until you make it. Mm. Uh, and I would tell you personally, if I had waited for the feeling that you know, I loved myself, I felt worthy or anything like that to start act doing uh, act of self-love, I would not be there yet. Uh, it's, it's, it's really, it's in the action. It's definitely in the action. I have to say you're absolutely, absolutely right because I had no idea what it was, but it's like, okay, apparently this is what I'm supposed to do to, yeah. to, to show love to myself. And, you know, we have the basic things that you said, Food, sleep, exercise. One thing that I also like to do is ask myself if my best friend was in this situation, what would I say to this person? Why would I recommend they do? And often enough, if I've been in a rough spot for a long time, it's so not what I'm doing. So I know I'm off the wagon. That's really great advice. So um, to talk to yourself like you would to a child or to a friend. Um, and behaviorally start the actions. Um, I think that uh, over the years, I've literally gone to a mirror. Uh, first of all, I, there's two things that come to mind. The Nike Just Do It comes to mind, okay, yeah. is that um, I, the feeling's not going to come first. It's almost like when people wait for motivation to go to the gym. It's it, You can be waiting forever. Go do the action. And I've you know, I, I love your best friend example because I've gone to the mirror at my worst moments in my life where I felt completely alone. Mm. And I, like, it's a bit weird if you're on Facebook, you'll see me do it. I've done this to myself going, I got you. I love you. And so for Carolyn's question, did I feel that I loved myself at that time? Not yet, but you brought up neuronal pathways. And I think that's the science is that in our brain, every time we send a thought, it etches something. So if you do this enough times ago, I love you, I got you, you the pathway starts to form and yeah. then the feeling comes. So you start with one small thing and you keep going from there. And, you know, it's funny, Carolyn wrote the question and then uh, our psychologist, Celine, who's also following us today, wrote also as a response similar to us is to find one thing about yourself, no matter how small that you can accept, you know, your eyes, your kindness, focus on one thing, your courage, yeah, whatever it is. Yeah, it's it's great questions. And I, I think that people feel a lot of my clients go, okay, I've heard you say this, Sandra, but like, I'm not gonna tell myself I love myself. Why not? <laughs> Why not? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I, 
don't, I love hearing that from the people around me, for, from my best friend, from my family, that they love me. So why not say it to myself? And eventually, yeah, it's a little bit like, you know, just do it and, you know, fake it until you make it. And in the beginning, you go, okay, I, I love you. I love you. And eventually, the feeling starts to appear. It's, it's so true. Oh, it's so true. And, you know, like, uh, later today, we're, we're taping a show on romantic fantasy. Mm. And, you know, we all have this image of if someone made us dinner or did something really nice to us. And, you know, what would you want someone to do for you if, you know, if, if you could have like that, like the man of your dreams or the woman of your dreams or the friend of your dreams come and give something to you right now, what would it be? Would they take your face in their hands and say, you're beautiful? Or what would it look like? Would they set beautiful tableware on the table? What would it look like? And then I challenge you, can you do that for yourself? Can you have a love affair with yourself? Having a love affair with yourself is the beginning of having a love affair, period. I'll let you take the last on on this one. Oh, that is beautiful. I love that. You know, when you're in love, who do you think of first when you wake up in the morning? Who do you think of making happy, of make, you know, putting a smile on their face and making feel, make, make sure that they feel special? You know, when you're in love, you do this naturally. Yeah. So try it out one one day out of the year just do a self-love day and you know after that please do more than one but just to go okay now i'm the priority now i love me so what what do i do today yeah what would you be doing and it's it really it transforms the way you see the world yes Yes, and, and and it transforms the way the world sees you. Oh, it really does. It does. Right, because if I'm if I decided I'm important, then the people around me are going to decide I'm important. So don't go away on that thought. Lots more to say. We're coming right back on Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Change your life forever with the latest cutting-edge products for home study treatment for anxiety, featuring the clinical director of the Montreal Center for Anxiety and Depression and host of Straight Talk, Sandra Reich. Sandra is joined by top therapist Georgia Dow in this revolutionary anxiety videos therapy series. Thousands of people have benefited from this scientifically proven treatment approach. Isn't it time you chose yourself? Visit anxiety-videos.com right now. That's anxiety-videos.com and change your life forever. Spa Munari is a full-service wellness day spa located at the heart of West Island, Quebec. Submerge yourself in beauty with one of our many treatments, specially catered to your needs. We offer facials, manicures, pedicures, hair removal, massages, body treatments, and so much more. Enjoy our ultimate relaxation experience with our spa packages. We offer a men's menu as well. Call us today to book your next appointment at 514-695-5040 or visit us on the web at spamunari.com. That's 514-695-5040 or spamunari.com. Join the therapist who is affectionately known as the couple whisperer, Sandra Reich, on her famous couple retreats and change your life forever. Sandra offers couple retreats in beautiful locations several times a year that can radically change your love life. 
Couples describe her retreats as life-changing. Regain that loving feeling. Bring your intimacy to a new level and rediscover excitement and joy. Find out more at HelpForAnxietyDepression.com or call 514-796-4357. We all want love and safety. Now you can have it. Call 514-796-4357 or HelpForAnxietyDepression.com. Your life, your health, your network. This is Voice America Health & Wellness. You are listening to Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. To connect with the program today, please call 1-866-472-5792. Again, that's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to info at helpforanxietydepression.com. Now, back to Straight Talk. Here's Sandra Reich. Uh, it's been such an interesting episode so far, Mayte, and I, you know, we're definitely going to have to do a part two to this. I mean, the response is through the roof on this self-love. There's so many questions and comments about what it looks like. I was talking on the break on um, this time of year, people get run down. One mm. of our listeners is talking about being run down. Yeah. And I know myself, I'm a very type A personality. Many of our listeners are, and I push myself very hard. I work a lot. And then if someone, if someone hurts me, emotionally and if I keep working a lot together I will fall like a fly and I'm, I'm putting my you know let's make some commitments too because that's also part of self-love is um, putting commitments in your life it's nice to say you want to do self-love I'm putting my gauntlet in the sand right now and saying that my commitment to myself so I'm, I'm leaving on Saturday for the couple retreat that I lead in Mexico and I love that but it's very taxing because I'm teaching and you know trying to couples are sometimes in difficult spots and I'm putting making myself a promise uh, there and when I get home to take some time to rest I don't love rest. I'm a type A. I like doing. I was raised to do. and But we are human beings, not human doings. It's not very natural for me to just be. Yeah. So I think that's one of the commitments I have to make if I don't want to spend half the winter. I spent three months last winter sick. And I really think that's the body saying, hey, you didn't take care of me. Here you go. I'm not going to take care of you. So if basically what you're saying is that if you don't have self-love for yourself, then it also within yourself, the equation goes wrong because your body is not giving you back. Yeah. Right? You don't love your body. Your, your body will not really support you or love you. It's almost like it's, it's I've, I've had that happen to me also. It's, it's like an unrequited love affair with your body. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah. okay, we're, we're, we're self-love and body and everything like that, but we do understand <laughs> what we're talking about, right? We're not talking about sex. We're really talking about, you know, Study. taking care of yourself. Mm-hmm. And of course, even if, you're, if you're, your body will respond this way because you're pushing yourself too much, then you're sending that message out also. Yeah. yeah, and it's it, it, you're sending a message, and that again affects romance because you know it's funny. I'm like at the couple retreats, self love comes up, and when people start to take responsibility for taking care of themselves, yes, often it's amazing. We see the couples start to shift immediately. There's like it's it's energetical. You're more the energetical person than me, but it's like oh, like I'm I'm going to take some time for myself and take care of myself, and it's almost like the partner just steps up yeah. at that moment. It's kind of like. Interesting. Well, well, I love what you're saying, but I think that for myself, you know, if I put myself in in a situation where I would be with someone who doesn't take care of themselves and all of a sudden they start to take care of themselves, probably the message I would be getting is, oh, 
Mm. It's not my job anymore to make you happy. It's not my job anymore to to make sure that you feel love. Is that of course I have love for you, but I'm not alone in this. Oh, that's so, a really good point because that means that it would be unattractive also to be with somebody who doesn't take care of themselves because their their value starts to go down. Yeah, it starts to feel like you don't see them as the value. That's very interesting. You don't. They don't come across as the high value person. Like like. Um, like an expensive makeup or an expensive purse as opposed to the dollar store purse or makeup. Well, yeah, I, mm. it would it would feel like it's work. You know, I have to work to make sure that you're okay. I mean, that's 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 not what we want to do. Right. So so if 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 the person is really taking care of themselves and really into you know self love and making sure that they're taking care of all the areas of their life right not just one not just let's take care of the body but let's take care of the body and of the finances and uh, of the career and of love and of the family and the friends and everything and the person is really really taking care of that then you go okay you're 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 like wouldn't you be more attracted to that person i certainly would be oh yeah of course i certainly would be yeah a hundred percent so you know obviously this is such a huge topic and i want to make sure it's clear that it's you know even we're talking about improving our self-love like it's a continuum it doesn't you don't get there and like okay i love myself and i'm good now because actually you can love yourself and then you can fall back into neglect especially if you grew up with neglect and so yes. on and so forth so i think commitment's an important piece so i offered one on my part and you know yes. i'm gonna put you on the hot seat now is you know you you took that food you gave yourself a break we're going into the holiday season um i know you want to continue to work on your own self-love what is something that you don't typically do that you're willing to commit to on Straight Talk? Because I'm going to ask the listeners to do the same. So if we're going to ask them, I need to ask you something that you want to commit to improving as that I would see if I came and watched you that shows that you're loving yourself more. I'm going to throw something very fun out there. And for me, it's going to be uh, really carving time for play. 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 Oh, yes. And uh, playing with my kids, you know, doing silly things or whatever it is, going outside, playing with the leaves, whatever it is, playing with my friend. I would say play. Okay? Because for me, I probably like many of you guys that aren't there, I have a very long list of to do things. Okay, to do's, it's, it's never ending. But, you know, that for me is really an act of self love, making sure that I'm carving time for play and how if you were my client how are you going to carve that time like how's the commitment going to work like it's a nice story but if you were my client and like and this goes to me too is mm-hmm. how are you going to put it on your calendar are you going to block time blocking time yes okay. taking the calendar out blocking the time yeah and that is sacred you know and it's it would really for me be okay it's the equivalent of having an appointment with a client it's that no it doesn't get bumped by anything else yeah, so you know it's funny. Somebody just wrote Sandra's motto: "Work hard, play hard," <laughs> which is really true. But I, you know, I've, I've over the years fallen off a bit and just worked hard. And I think that what you just said about writing it down—we're uh, getting to that time—is so important. And I ask listeners and the people following us on Facebook right now: Are you willing to go write it down? Because I have a calendar, a Google Calendar, and if I don't write it in there, it doesn't happen. Absolutely. So in our friendship, we've been really successful because it got to the point that we never saw each other at all. Yes, and we've been successful because you've been pushing that point, actually, that mm. we need to write it down. 
we need to, we need to commit. We need to put in the calendar. Right. Yeah. Because I I'm, I can't do last minute stuff. So Celine, that's for you. Um. So what we did is we we put it in the calendar and we blocked like once a month we'd go do something. And our 2017 goal is to go do something with vitality and fun and yeah and stuff like that. So um. I, I really, we're running out of time, and I, I really want to take a moment to thank you, Mete Gomez, for coming on the show. You are just filled with wisdom and brilliance, and I'm so glad I get to do another show with you. I'm going to ask you if you'll come back and do some more on self-love at a future date. Absolutely. It would be my pleasure. It's my honor to be here. It's so much fun. Thank you so much, Sandra. Thank you, Mete. Um, I just want, before you go, I just want to ask you if there's anything coming up in your life that you want to mention and where people can find you. Well, definitely. The you know I'm always working at the Montreal Center for Anxiety and Depression, and you can find me there. But there's something quite fun coming for me. Talking about fun, and it is the Empowered Women Retreats. I love it because we are Sandra and I. We go to Spa Eastman. Yes. And uh, we do retreats. So the next one is going to be January third. Oh, February. February. Yeah. February. Sorry, February third to to fifth. Thank you. It's and okay. um, uh, I told you if I don't write it down, I don't know either. <laughs> two two thousand seventeen, and it's going to be live three I love doing this because the women who come are really dedicated on their journey, and it's quite magical. And I have to say, I'm quite touched that we get to have the privilege of going to the Spa Eastman twice a year and really teaching, transforming lives, and seeing those women just come out of their cocoon and becoming their amazing best selves. Well, I'm excited about it too. So if people want information about that, that's just for women, please call us at 514-796-4357. Um, it's, this is all the time we have for today. So again, thank you, Mayte. I'd also like to thank Spa Maneri for helping make this show possible. Uh, amazing spa in Montreal. I'd like to especially thank our listeners from all over the world, and really all over the world are listening to Straight Talk with Sandra Rich. And I'd like to invite you all to come back next week. If you are interested in our couple retreats, our women's retreats, therapy, or any other media that was mentioned on this show or previous shows, check out www.helpforanxietydepression.com. And don't forget to go to www.straighttalksandrareach.com slash radio gifts to get all sorts of freebies from the show just for you. Check out our Facebook page at Straight Talk Sandra Reach. Feel free to leave a question for me or any of my guests, Mayte too. And by the way, remember to like us while you're there. You can hear this show or any prior show as a podcast on my website or on the podcast app of your iPhone and on iTunes under Straight Talk with Sandra Reach. Feel free also to drop me a line or comment or question at info at helpforanxietydepression.com. Again, that's info at helpforanxietydepression.com. If you're a professional and you're looking for training or a speaker on anxiety, depression, emotional intelligence, compassion fatigue, or living a purposeful life, remember, I am your source for evidence-based practice and education. I'm Sandra Reich, and I promise I will help you live your best life again next Thursday, same time, same channel. In the meantime, this is Straight Talk with Sandra Reich, and keep your eyes on the stars. Thank you for listening to Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. We hope you've enjoyed today's show and we'll tune in again next Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Now, go live your best life.